Dear Chatter, Last weekend, I went out with my boyfriend for dinner at a high-end Asian restaurant. While eating, my boyfriend suddenly choked and proceeded to draw my attention to another couple in the restaurant. I was confused because we're not really the instant gossip type, more like the go-home-and-shout type. He calmed down and I had a good look at the couple. The lady was one of our mutual close friends and there was a very young, attractive man with her. From the way they were behaving, it was obvious that they were more than friends and probably romantically involved. I say this because of how he held and grabbed certain parts of her body. Our friend got married about 10 months ago. My boyfriend and I sneakily took a few pictures and videos, but now what do we do? Do we confront our friend or anonymously send the proof to her husband for him to confront her himself? Hi guys. Hi guys. Hi. It's Chatter Time. Hi. Hi guys. Hi. 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 Hi and welcome to the Chatter Post podcast. If you're new here, welcome. We really appreciate you taking time to be here. Sit back and enjoy. We have something special for you. Hello, my name is David Bueno and I'm on Chatterbox today. Great. Amazing. So hi guys, we're back again. Uh wait, why are we back again? This is season three. Right. But I don't no, know. But then they, they don't know it's season three. They know. Because by the time it's airing, it will be okay, season three. Okay, okay. Yeah, but we don't know which episode this will be. So yeah. that's what they don't know. So yeah, it's one of the episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have amazing David with us. So I think for the longest time the podcast has been in such a way that you mostly hear from Echo and I. But we decided to bring your favorites on our conversation as we journey through life. So today we have David and Who's favorite exactly. Our favorites. <laughs> Probably your favorite. Wow, David. <laughs> wow. So just just so you know, um I'm currently on set with two people who are against me, so if you hear anything, <laughs> just, we're not against you. Like, just know that this is just normal Jesse attack or other attack. I feel like people get confused if, like, if you have another co host. Because, like, people say Jesse, people say Abba. Who, who am I? Yeah, one of her. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, okay. first question Are you asking? I want you to start. No, you start. Ladies first. Okay. So, <clears throat> What so I know I know currently you are um a filmmaker, right? You are a filmmaker, right? Currently. Yesterday <laughs> 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 I was something else. <laughs> yes, well, you're uh, a filmmaker. I'm a filmmaker. That's correct. Do you ever see yourself, you know, creating a few Nollywood movies? Oh. Yeah, that she just yes, threw that one in. There. It wasn't in the just, it wasn't part of it. Because she's always been bugging me like I need you to make Nollywood movies. That's the only thing she wants. That's the only thing. No, but David, you know I'm good. I would be a great first, like a no, good you'd be one character. Of those grandmothers who. No, I'm the main character. She'll put in the food. Yes, yes, she looks like one of those people. Well, if you go and cheat on me, why won't I? Hey, Jesse, <laughs> we have a whole plot. Yeah, yeah. Like, we literally just read a story, but um, well, I, I, it depends. Nollywood is. Right, Actually. I think what it was before is not what it is today, true. And especially if you look at Netflix, Nollywood was one of the first African films to make it to the platform. Yeah, and I, I only said Netflix because that's like a 
today one of the most um, popular uh, actually the most popular yeah, streaming, platform. streaming platform online so i i suppose uh there is a possibility but i would say that it depends on how much my vision goes with like what the industry it's is doing at the time right because it's changing it hasn't yeah. always been the same and uh yeah Jesse just wants to start. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to, you know, I feel like I needed to record this so that, like, in future, I can, like, show him back, like, David, you kind of didn't really give it to me. Can we try again? Right. Exactly. So, based off that, I want to ask another question. Oh, not even a question. I mean, there's something I've just thought about. Um, When you are, when you say, when you, for example, like a movie, do you mm-hmm. like it? Because you're a filmmaker, I'm pretty sure you're more critical about movies. Absolutely. I mean, you only want to watch a movie with me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because I'll pause like every 10 seconds and analyze every frame. Because I'm, I'm, as a filmmaker, I'm both a director as well as a cinematographer. Okay. And a cinematographer is someone who's literally behind the camera, right? He, he plans what the visuals look like the director will probably bring the story together the big idea and all of that but Mm -hmm. i'll pause every 10 seconds and analyze each frame (laughs) they use this rule this there's this that yeah so you wouldn't want to watch a movie with me that's for sure so based on that Mm -hmm. would you categorize your most favorite movie based on a movie that was shot well or a movie with a good storyline ah well i always say story is king um, and that sincerely just means story drives everything. But mm-hmm. also stories and visuals. There's something called visual storytelling, mm-hmm. right? So it all comes together to say the full thing. Because let's say, for instance, uh, I'm giving you a very popular example in cinematography. There's, let's say we are in an elevator right now. Mm-hmm. There's a camera in front of us. It's different if there is a picture and we can see... Uh, let's say, a lion mm-hmm. in the elevator and an elevator with just us. As soon okay, as you yeah, see yeah, a lion yeah. in the yeah, elevator, you're like, oh, this could be a scary movie. Yeah. But just people in an elevator, that's probably a drama, maybe some <laughs> arguments <laughs> will pile if, yeah. if Jesse is in the elevator. <laughs> right? right? But, you know, it's, that alone, without hearing any dialogue, without seeing anything, tells its own story. So that's a visual yeah. storytelling. Right, so, pretty much that. Okay. I think I'm, <laughs> I'm satisfied <laughs> for now. <laughs> like, I have more questions to ask, but uh, I would I'll, I'll, I'll keep I'll it. Question. Yes, okay. exactly. Okay, so do you, do you have a favorite movie? Ah, I'm very biased, especially based off um, the kind of genres I like, okay. right? <clears throat> so, uh, pretty much every Christopher Nolan movie is my favorite. This is like, Jesse uh, doesn't know who he is, and that's that's already a red flag. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> like I it's need like to moves, hear. The, no, you guys, you, you guys are even showing that you don't crazy. watch. You don't watch. You guys are showing that you don't watch current Nigerian. Like there are bigger stars <laughs> coming up. Uh-huh. There's these are the ones we know. F Young. There's uh-huh. um. Oh, what's his name? People uh, uh-huh. are something. There's even Fowls. Fowls, Fowls does well. There's, they, they, they are, they are nicer. actually is doing well in the They are nicer film, film stars yeah. currently. Um, Can you, you know be the patient? I, I, I loved Lionheart, right? Nah, that was boring. That was <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, Jesse. No, I, I personally, I feel like Nigeria. They uh-huh. should just focus on drama. Me, that's oh, my take. Okay. When they try to do things that are like 
causative yeah. maybe at the end of the movie they are trying to show corruption and how bad it is <laughs> so they are trying to show um i don't know cheating or something because i think um the citation too it wasn't bad both of them like the um the way it was shot all of those things wasn't bad but i, I like i didn't get the drama and the drama is what i live for <laughs> so it wasn't given for me get Okay. But anyway, enough. Yeah, Before this test is a whole Nollywood. Yeah, yeah. I'm part, I'm part I know if you're Nigerian director that could carry you over to which Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. This is the year she will drop everything to just go and join them on set. People will be shocked. That could be the next, next big you know, thing. You'll be looking for a new, a new co host. Exactly. Because I'm like, I was set. She should be gone. Yeah, I mean, if you said yes, like the people are aware. Exactly. If you're looking for someone. Look for me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So you're excited for Oppenheimer? Of course. I, am. <laughs> I mean, like, I've seen all the BTS reviews by now. It's crazy. Right, and, um, but, um, I, I, hmm. Wait, the which one is Oppenheimer? Is, it's the next Christopher Nolan movie. Keep up. <laughs> Keep up. Okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> but the, the interesting thing for me was that I, I love Tenet, mm-hmm. but I perhaps didn't enjoy as much as, uh, as much as I would say for maybe Inception. Okay, or, okay, same. That's true. Interstellar. Or, uh, Interstellar. Yeah. Yeah, Interstellar is my favorite film. Right. Uh, so, Tenet, it was, it was great, but mm-hmm. I, th- I think to some extent it was a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? I, like, I totally get it. Sure. It was you a do, bit eh? too much. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm. Which part? <laughs> Oh, hold on, hold on. Which part? I think like the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just. Oh. oh my god! Yeah, I think the whole true. thing. True, true. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, same. I think Interstellar Two is my favorite yeah. movie of all time, and the docking scene is up there with all the other clips, like the best clips ever in the world. The part where they are in space mm-hmm. and then they have to dock. That was with the music and then like. You know, even even to, to date, right? One of the most popular uh, scoring is time. Yeah, right? that is by yeah. you know, Hans yeah. Zimmer. And Nolan and Hans Zimmer is like ah! when you see them together, yeah. you know they, they are very yeah. close. Like Aki and Popo, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jesse. Yes, like Aki. Okay, Popo. I mean, yeah. That's good. Every time, they are, every time, every time they are together, there's there's magic. Yes, there's yes. magic. Yeah. yeah. Oh my days. Okay, but like, let's dig into your career. No, I don't want. I want to. I want to. I want to take it from her perspective. I feel like you've given a lot of interviews, and I feel like maybe because I'm your friend, I feel like I've heard the gospel story. Mm-hmm. I want to know: is there a different version. way in which you can put it, or is there a different version? Is there something that you always miss out on interviews, or something that, like, when you go back, you're like, "Oh, I should have said this. I should have said like." We want to hear the gist. We want like this. This is friendship. So. And what is the question? So the question is, what, what, have, what, like, how, who is David? When, who is gospel lifestyle? How did he come about? What's the story behind <laughs> yeah. you starting uh, your whole filmmaking journey? Because I mean, I know that when I came to Ashesi and I met mm-hmm. you and you were, I know, like, was I a filmmaker then? Um, I think I was. I think you were because I remember like people were like, hey, you know, this guy doesn't stay me, in Ghana. He's me, always I see, out. I and I was used like, to see you hey. in one of the engineering classrooms at the top there too. Yes. He was always sitting there near the window, near the door, and then he always had his laptop on. I think once I saw you in Premiere, I was like, he's cooking. Without editing or 
watching some video of filmmaking and so yeah, hey. I remember. <laughs> but yeah, those those are as 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 far as they go, really. But it also goes further than that. Okay. And I would say that um, creativity is always multifaceted in a way, especially like if if you look at yourself and where you are today. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. You say you want another perspective. Another another perspective of me also is um. I'm really in love with psychology, mm. and uh, this is equal tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, uh, I just, I just like understanding human nature, mm-hmm. just observing. Sometimes not being intrusive in people's lives, but being a mm. someone from, from yeah. behind, just learning. Uh, yeah, but but actually, it's just also observing myself, taking back to like where things really start. I would say, I probably started off with poetry. Mm. Yeah, I think people also know the poetry side. And uh, things that you like in the beginning of life take shapes and forms in different mm-hmm. ways. They never really leave you, right? It's like you, you someone p- p- probably has only known maybe someone at a very early stage and they raised them, but that small base mm-hmm. would stay with them for the rest of their mm-hmm. lives. Yeah. Right. So that bit of poetry really just like, shaped my thought a lot because there were actually times that I used to listen to poetry more than music. It's like I'll have days or weeks where like poetry is constantly ringing in my ears. So wow. it's like uh, a lot of me me being big on self-expression mm-hmm. came from just listening to people express themselves. So at a very early age, I knew how to express myself. Whether I was outspoken or not, I wasn't sure, but it was in some part of me, right? So it taking form in filmmaking just seemed more like, well, this thing has come to life in a certain mm-hmm. way, and it would, it pretty much had always been there, I suppose. Hmm. Is is that different enough? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I think we, we got it in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. But Echo, do you want like details? Like I started when class one, my mother oh, gave me yeah. a, a camera to take to school or something. I think with your story, and even when I was doing research before the episode, there's there's a whole medium post on it by Ashoki. Ah yes. And so, I mean, the details. The Every, yeah. So go and read. <laughs> <laughs> we'll put a link. We'll yeah. put a link I, in the I show notes. The Ashesi story too is really interesting because uh, to to have to have started off with let's say uh, a class assignment. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all did FTE class, <laughs> right? It was, it yes, was these are for my students it. out there who don't pay attention to class. <laughs> you see where you see where FD can send you exactly. <laughs> majorly the grace of god because um we took that course and we were supposed to represent a certain you know assignment in any way that we could Mm -hmm. right and i I still have one of my first videos online but it's hidden that was the first (laughs) video ever why wouldn't you make it public now i did i did play it on my first film screening though but uh, that's the only time the public <laughs> yeah but uh, but yeah so to have made a video that just kindled my interest just shows that it's true the storytelling was there mm-hmm. but falling in love with the process was just finding another medium to express myself which perhaps I tucked away for a while so as soon as I did that I, I really liked it I repeated it I did it again and again and that's where you know, I was making videos for money <laughs> Yeah, for money and for big, big brands. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. as you just talk about big brands, when you finally 
when you got your first big brand, what was like? Can you give us like your exact reaction? reaction? Ah, I didn't know what had happened. <laughs> um, I probably wasn't even screwed over, you know. But I, <laughs> I didn't know. Right, it was later on I realized that oh, the marketing agency I was working for was making this this amount of money. But yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's business. Yeah, right? it's business. Because it's at business. the end of the day, you negotiated for what you said you yeah. were. So I, I, I felt like wow. It's just been like two years or one year since I professionally mm-hmm. started making videos. I think mm-hmm. one, and uh, I think in in my in that particular time frame, right? I I worked for Unilever. Mm-hmm. I worked for Rexona. I worked for Blue Band. I worked for even Geisha. I also did uh, something for Bailey's. Uh, I also did another commercial for. I don't. I don't remember like a lot of brands because I was working with a marketing agency. Oh, okay. And it was just around that summer time that I did a recruitment. I worked with Chelsea FC and yeah. Unilever that we were traveling across Ghana. And uh, that was within a very short time space. It was like, so much. It was a lot to take in at that time. But what I just knew was Charlie, head down and just keep working. That's why you see yeah. me in the lecture halls like that. And it's like, <laughs> I wasn't taking the time to process anything. I was just Wait, go, 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 I was go. I was going, and it was a very interesting time, you know, especially when like I I, I didn't know exactly where God was taking me because mm-hmm. right now the vision is much much clearer as to what I want to do with it, mm-hmm. where I'm heading, you know, what the next thing is, you know. But at that time, we tell you what you <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, we're just ooh, wherever it takes us. But yeah, some clarity has come now, of course, because we're older. Older, yeah. That's good. Echo, can I take it away? Nishi just no. asked me the last exactly. question. Exactly, Echo, talk. So, um, <laughs> you didn't mention when you were on, you weren't, you weren't thinking per se, you were go, 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 go. Yeah. Do you think that has shaped who you are now? <clears throat> or if you had decided to, do you think you would be who you are now if you had decided to sit back and actually internalize things? Or do you think you'd have reached, you'd have gone further or like the whole dynamic. Charlie, I think people think too much. <laughs> oh, people overthink some things. Like sometimes, right? If you ask somebody, let's say, who's on your top of the list, like successful in terms of either monetary or career or something, who's on top of the list? Let me see if I know any knowledge about the person. Someone I look up to. Who is just on top? Yeah, of the someone, list? someone, someone you look up to. Um, hey, Charlie, I'm on the spot. Probably like Elon or something. Elon, yeah. right? When you take the character of Elon, yeah. right, if you've listened to any of his talks and if you've read anything about like his story, mm-hmm. you know, he started with what uh, was was it PayPal? PayPal. Yeah. Elon started with PayPal, yeah. and PayPal was his first. You know, like every yes. entrepreneur will look at it like, ah, this is my baby. Yeah. This is my. How am I going to? Charlie, he sold it. Why? Because he was looking at the next big thing. Yeah. He was always looking for it. So mm-hmm. anybody who would be successful, somebody who can make decisions on their feet, mm. like quickly just go, not to yeah internalize it yeah. as you are walking. Don't stand and internalize yeah. anything. Okay. You know, That's just actually true. just go, just you go. Know, it it just know, reminds me on going. how this podcast started. It you just know. started. It was yeah. Because if you had probably sat down to think of we it, would not be oh, doing when, it. When, when, when <laughs> we buy our first mic, yeah. when we buy the camera, just you have a phone. 
right? Yeah. Come yeah. on, if you like use AirPods, it, it will record. We did it for two seasons. <laughs> we are here now. Yeah. Right? Finally. <laughs> that's that's how everything should be, especially if you want to make progress in anything. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, actually. Um, I think I had a question. Oh, as we were talking, it has. It's, okay, okay. Jesse. Then you sit back. Let me take okay. it. Okay. Take it from me. Okay. Sure. <laughs> um. So. We've seen a drastic change in the creative industry. I don't want to just say the film industry, but the whole creative industry yeah. in Africa as a whole. It's yeah. Nigeria is probably the biggest hotspot for. Why not? They are premiering everything in Nigeria. It depends on what okay, aspect yeah, yeah. of the creative industry. Okay, yeah, that's but, true. But a lot of things have. I mean, Nigeria has a big economy, yeah. so even like okay, yeah, that makes sense. Things, yeah. But in the last for like from like 2015 till now, we've mm-hmm. seen that it's been totally different. It's taken us by storm. How have you adapted to that kind of to the to what's happening right now? Because mm. yeah actually because I feel like I don't know, I'm just picking an idea from your question if mm-hmm. I'm getting right. But I feel like when you started out, yeah, I would say maybe we're the big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And right now there uh. are other little big things <laughs> yeah. coming out. Right. So how how is that uh the the, the most part? important thing you know, it's staying true to what you want to do, mm-hmm. okay. right? Because you you didn't start off by looking at anybody. You're not going to go forward by looking at anybody. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if that is the case, then um, if you have to be diligent, right? Mm-hmm. I think my thing has always been um, what do I want to create? Okay. Not what is the next hot thing or what is the next trend. Mm. All right, especially because if you are somebody, let's say, in any consumer market, mm-hmm. right, if you take Apple, for instance, and you take Samsung, for instance, did you watch the Apple keynote? Yeah. Did you watch the Apple keynote? She, she was watch watching it. Hollywood. <laughs> That's how she was watching. Don't even look at me. Uh, did you also watch the Google one? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, so just a media, what have I been doing? <laughs> The, di- <laughs> the key difference you'd notice was a- Apple acts like nobody else. Yes. No right? one. They act like they don't know what is going on. And and the reason they do that is to create a whole ecosystem that revolves around them, mm-hmm. right? To create their own world. And I, I think when it comes to success, it's important to study your opponents, of course, know what is happening. But um, it's not what should entirely dictate the things that you do. Right. Mm. So, for instance, are you trying to tell me they don't know that algo, uh, uh, yeah. augmented reality glasses exist? Yeah. Like I've been following Microsoft Hololens since like 2017, yeah. 2018. <laughs> so when Microsoft fell off, I was hurt by that because like, I was a big <laughs> fan, right? You know. So yeah. it's like it's like um, to see what they do. They never op- mentioned the word AI. Yeah. They never the mentioned the word. You know, all the hot things that are happening People now, are, yeah. but they've implemented all of that and probably done it in a better way. way. But don't even talk about it. They'll give it new names. Yeah. As if they invented it. Yeah. You know, talk about... Spatial. Spatial. Awareness. 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 It's AR. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're just talking yeah. about virtual and augmented reality. Yeah. What are you saying? So it's like they've created your own things. Yeah. And whenever you want to be somebody who is um, leading... Mm-hmm. Right, you look at what does not exist, yeah. or what even exists, and repackage it. Mm. Who says what I make is so special? 
when I started, I was looking elsewhere, right? Yeah. But I didn't make it like I was looking elsewhere. I added my own take. That yeah. is my story, and that's what makes me unique, yeah. mm-hmm. right? I learned from somewhere. I, I was on YouTube 24-7 <laughs> just studying what is out there. Yeah. Mm. Mostly not what was around me, but what was global, what was yeah. international. That's why if you look at my work and if you look at everything that I do, right, uh, fits into the context of the global world because that's where I've been looking since I started. Yeah. Uh, and I create African stories and stories about us, mm-hmm. for us, by us. Um, but uh, I would always say that it's important to always just think big, think yeah. beyond what is possible even in your circle, right? Yeah. So that's what I would say. Yeah, do, do, do the Apple rounds. <laughs> do the Apple rounds. When you started working with these big bands, and I feel this is something everyone goes to, or even as you were a student and all this was happening, there's definitely that imposter syndrome that comes in. Am yeah. I actually a filmmaker? Mm-hmm. Is what I'm doing that good? Is am I? You probably like presented a film to a band, and you were in, internally you were like, "Are they actually? Am I like? Yeah, the whole what are they thinking? Thing. Yeah. How did you overcome that? Because I feel a lot of people go to this, and that's why they never put their work out there. Yeah. A lot of people don't get opportunities to work with big. I mean, big bands because of the whole concept of imposter syndrome. But how do you deal with it? And how's yeah, how's it been with us? I'm looking for the most modest way to address this. <laughs> but um the way you deal with anything is to go through it, right? Mm-hmm. To just walk over it like it doesn't exist. And it's it's crazy, right? Especially because um it's 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 not the easiest process. Mm-hmm. But how did I deal with this? I think the biggest part for me was just the fact that I just wanted to be me. Okay. And I was really driven. Okay. Why? I was really driven. Just at some point, I just knew this is what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't too far off in the journey, especially like I remember somewhere in 2018, 2017, probably. Mm-hmm. It was, I, I'd still just started in that same year. Mm-hmm. And I had this opportunity. I, I started off loving travel filmmaking and I met this client. And I was speaking, speaking to the person about travel mm-hmm. filmmaking so much. And she was like, you know what? I well, she, she wasn't from Ghana, mm-hmm. right? She, she's Ghanaian, but like didn't live in Ghana. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was like, well, I work with a lot of clients outside mm-hmm. of the country and they, they, they are travel influencers. Okay. And they mostly hire people <coughs> Uh, next thing I knew, she sent me like 12 different countries. Are you interested to go to this place? I was like, give me a minute. Let me think about it. <laughs> not, not because I didn't want to do it, but because it meant that I had to drop out of school. Yeah. And that was, I was like, bro, I, I, I'm like, I'm, I'm a sophomore. <laughs> was I a sophomore? I was a junior. I don't remember, but I hadn't even done enough school to say I'm dropping out now. Right? And I just didn't think that I'd taken enough out of the system that I needed to because mm-hmm. I was way too early in it. Um, I gave it a lot of thought. I, I probably never discussed it with anyone, which is a very interesting process because most of it was between me and God. Like, I needed mm-hmm. to chill. Yeah. Yami was so. I think imposter syndrome will either stay with you if you decide to stay with it. And that goes to anything that you you encounter, mm-hmm. right? There are some things that 
you need to realize that if you're walking with God in it, mm-hmm. right, it takes his hand to step out of it, yeah. right? And if you realize that you're being slow at anything, mm-hmm. it mostly has to do with certain factors that perhaps you need help pruning out of you. Mm. Yeah. Help with that. Yeah. And that's what I would say has always been my biggest factor, just knowing that I'll subject everything to the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. That has been my biggest factor. And I would say that um, whenever you encounter any of these things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's okay to acknowledge them, mm-hmm. but it's not okay to stay in them. Yeah. It's never is okay to stay in them. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a choice. Yeah. yeah. That's a choice. And, and, and sometimes that just means like going without, without looking left or right, just looking forward. Because sometimes when you look left, you see something. Yeah, that's true. Look at the goal. Yeah. Like, why do we always do this to ourselves? Like, we always have this moment where we are like conversating with whoever it is, and like we find ourselves like now learning. We're like, "Hmm, (laughs) this is (laughs) evil. That's the point of conversation. But yeah, Yeah. I mean, I I feel like I want to venture into a question as as you just mentioned, the Holy Spirit and God. So yeah. I'm guessing that ministry, doing ministry, uh, maybe being a child of God, mm-hmm. has had great impact on your life, right? Uh, not to bring out your suckling. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I, I would like to, I, I feel like this, aside, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I feel like I want to broaden it mm-hmm. a bit and see, for the longest time I knew, I thought, especially in Ghana, Maybe because of what I see on Twitter, I thought you couldn't be Christian and be a creative. Because mm-hmm. I saw too many people who were not Christian who were creatives. You and they seemed pardon? You know why? Why? Most Christians are just quiet. Exactly my point. So how has quiet. how how do you feel indirectly being a pioneer of a movement? Because I find like I don't I have, know if I was, but um, but did you find anyone who was doing it before <laughs> you to look up to? So I, I feel like you were because I find people complain to me. They're well, like trying to post Christian content out there, and they realize that people are not buying it as I much. Like even me, I, I posted a picture on. Like when I post my own picture, well, the, I get the, more the likes. People I know, the people I I know before mm-hmm. or myself, like much earlier. Uh, it, it's people who perhaps don't even post their personal life at all and just post their yeah. work. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's two different yeah. things, right? Um, it's like I was saying before we started this podcast. Like, uh, I, I I wouldn't want you to scroll much to see my work, right? Mm-hmm. Because you come to hire me most of the time. That's that's one of the first places you'd go. Yeah. Um. So it's like it's it still wouldn't stop me from talking about my God, mm-hmm. but I, I would say that I was seeing people. It's just that it depends on when you get into conversations with them. Because I, I had this really powerful conversation with my friend Joshua Kisi. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's a Christian, um, and he he does say it, right? And uh, I remember we were in Amsterdam at the time in 2018. Actually, I'd skip school to go for a conference, <laughs> um, and we were sitting at a table behind us backstage before he went on set, right? That was a very beautiful moment, and. Um, he he said something so profound. We were talking about creativity, talking mm-hmm. about Christianity. Because mm-hmm. me, when you approach me, it's like, you already, my, my name is Gospel. <laughs> you, you know what I'm about. Yeah. yeah. So I, I used to have those conversations with him all the time. And he was like, Christians should be bold about 
who they are, mm-hmm. right? And uh, he has shot for Lecrae. You know, Lecrae is one of Lecrae's most iconic album cover arts. People don't know about when Josh Kisiri shot it. Wow. And uh, he said, when you look at Christianity, it has been the foundation of Christ- or of creativity over years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You look at the Catholic Church. Yeah. Yeah. There's a whole church. Right? Creativity mostly started from there. Mm-hmm. In terms yeah. of uh, what the was arts. being... Like, what art became today mm-hmm. stemmed mostly from the churches. Yeah. Right? The, the biggest That's art true. galleries you would even know back in the day, to be honest, I would say, were the cathedrals. Yeah. Yeah. To date, yeah. I was in Rome just this year, and oh my God, <laughs> beautiful. Like, you look up to the ceiling, it's an artwork. You look yeah. up to the chair, it's an artwork. Yeah. And like, like creativity has always been in Christianity because if you go into the the creating of, of the Ark of Covenant in the Bible, I, I was so full. <laughs> you, look at it, you look at even the dimensions with which God wanted to deal with yeah. that. God was specific about it. Yeah. I, I would say that, Charlie, the first creator was God. He is. Definitely. Right? You, you, you look at everything. You look at the sky. You look at the oceans. You look yeah. at all of that. Sometimes I can sit at a beach and be like, the whole mind. universe yeah he sculpted everything everything and like, everything so i i don't see what the division is between my faith and my work mm-hmm. at least me like in a creative way mm-hmm. i don't see what the division is because i i see that for me where it stems from is it's true in the holy spirit mm-hmm. you know so so I look at all these things and I'm like, wow, I I can't hold that. Yeah, I can't hold that. That's what I think. Yeah. So, also in Rome, I remember I was I was speaking to a client. Uh, I did a, I did a, like a lecture for a university mm-hmm. as well as a, a talk thing. Boring stuff. Boring stuff. Anyway, <laughs> but I was talking to a client and she asked me a question after an interview I did with a TV network and she was like. Um, why or don't people ask you questions about your email name? Mm-hmm. My email name is gospel at you know my domain. Yeah. So I don't get spam mails. <laughs> if, 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 if you wanna if you want us book to work, me. Yeah. You, know, book me. you know you know where to find me. You know where to find me. Anyway. Yeah. Um so she was asking me why gospel there. I, I laughed at it. She was like I'm so bold about it. I mean, mm-hmm. she's Christian. Yeah. Right? So she wanted to understand how I'm so bold about it. I'm like, oh, more that thing God do for me. <laughs> ah, how can I not be? You know? Yeah. So it, it's been my, in my name. It's been in my work. Some of my works is plainly in there, literally spelled out. I remember I filmed a scene of some film, some documentary I did. Um, a scene had a, a certain immersion in it and it was literally an expression of my faith. That's where the creativity came from. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was similar to baptism. Right? Yeah. And it, it, it's it's like you see bits and pieces of it littered in my creative work, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's always there. It has it, it will come out whether I try or not because yeah. that's, that's the foundation of who I am. Yeah. There was this interview I watched with Jerry Lorenzo, I think he has the fear of God, the fear of God brand. Okay. And then he was, it was a, yeah, it was a church, them talking about creativity, and then they were like, 
why is he so vocal about like how does he because he works with these big big brands nike and things yeah. but then how is he so vocal with Talking what he does it, yeah. and he's like he's afraid not to be vocal because that is the source of everything he does true and so if he's not vocal about it how exactly is he going to receive to do what people think he's good at because yeah. ideally it's not him doing it it's him sitting there him reaching out to god and then telling him that god work to me so that these people see and mm. imagine him doing all that to you and then you not acknowledging him in the end that's I mean, detrimental like people care about people's opinions more than yeah God's opinion. actually, actually no, that's jinx on me <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay no, why didn't you would. do art why like why didn't i go to film school or yeah like, like school? why didn't you like go to legon and just get into uh, those, those it's interesting things. but sociology or something many of the times mm-hmm. i see myself more as a film entrepreneur than a filmmaker or even a director okay and uh when i think about that i i, I probably am more inclined to go into a school for business and film mm-hmm. as opposed to uh a film school mm-hmm. okay yeah that's true because if i look at my path and what i want to do mm-hmm. um it's it's majorly in a lot of decision making areas. Um, of course, the creativity of it, I'm in love with it, right? But if if we want to create an industry that is sustainable and that lasts, we need people who decide for us, not mm-hmm. people who are looking for the money, but people who make the money or who create the funding, right? If if I want to make uh, a ten million dollar film, a Ghanaian film, where do I go? Mm. Me, Nafti. I'm I'm ready. <laughs> Bank of Ghana. I'm ready. Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> Bank of Jesse? Okay, Bank of Jesse. Outside Bank of Jesse, where do I go? Nowhere else. Yeah. So yeah. we need the structures and the systems that That's can put true. those things in place. And when you think like that, it's a generational thinking. Yeah. It's not one that just is for you as a creative or as a mm-hmm. director, but it's one that will sustain every other director that can be born after you. So mm-hmm. I, I, I always want to picture things on the grander scheme of things, okay. right? Um, what are the loopholes that exist in my industry and how can I be, you know, a businessman, of course, would make profit. Yeah. At the end of the day, you create a solution. Mm-hmm. Right? I just love to call that word a social entrepreneur. Yeah. 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 Maybe you can call me that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A more befitting name. A more befitting <laughs> name. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Why do you say, like, okay, like, I got to ask some serious <laughs> question. <laughs> um, so... Obviously, with majority of the work you do, you don't work alone. Not you at work all. with a team, and yes. you are a co-founder of one of Ghana's biggest studios. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> How is it like working with people? Because obviously, people can be difficult. I mean, I have Jesse. <laughs> I have Jesse to deal with. Tell me about it. I also have equal to deal with. But like, I feel working with people is one of the biggest complexities. Yeah. Because it's not just about you. It's yeah. about the person. It's about the team. Yeah. How do you navigate that? I think that's really one of the th- the reasons why I have a deep interest in psychology. Mm-hmm. And like just um, you know, to know people, try and understand people, because people are multidimensional in many ways. You can't yeah. take a whole full grasp of, you know, it's like how a man will get up one day and say, Ah, figure out women. <laughs> a woman too can get up and say, I'll figure it out, man. Yeah. But it's never true. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Probably I'll figure out a part of yourself. Or yeah. 
maybe or someone you know. But uh, working with a team is always great because when you think about making the best of things takes more than one hand. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes two hands. Filmmaking can never take one hand or even two hands yeah. unless you're making you know, something low budget. Yeah. But if you want to do something big, something that like, you know, I um, think one of, one of, I think uh, I, I did a day's production work one time and I looked at this and I said, if I was doing this alone, I never could have. <laughs> like, uh, I worked with a crew of about 10 people or plus just mm-hmm. on that day's production. I think it was um, one of our projects. This was for Vogue, mm-hmm. right? Um, and we were doing uh, an episode for the Model Diaries, Ducky Thought. So a, a job like this, you have to look for the best hands. Mm-hmm. You have to work with people that you're comfortable with, people yeah. that you understand, people who understand you as a director, someone, people who yeah. vision also align with yours, but at the same time, could be contrast in a way that brings the beauty of it. Mm. And and uh, that that's where you truly appreciate creativity, yeah. right? Because there was a different editor in a whole different country who had also, uh, there was also a colorist for the grading, right? Um, you know, different people on set. There was even somebody for the, the the star, someone who just makes her comfortable. That was yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, oh, it's, it's interesting. That's yeah. the life I need. <laughs> <laughs> soon, soon, soon. Okay, superstar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, Jesse talking about um, looking at a whole day's work and realizing that you need people or you couldn't have done it alone. Have you ever gone through a whole day's work? and realized that you made a mistake with something or there was a lost audio or there was something missing. Like, have you ever had that before? Maybe in the early days, you know, of course, like, there are some minor errors you find. Yeah. But as you go forward, right, there's a process of um, something called development. Okay. There's, before there's pre-production, before there is now the production where you actually shoot, before mm-hmm. the post-production. If you're diligent in these processes, it's hard to miss something yeah. by the time you're getting to post-production, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I think that's what really saves me the most, right? It will save you more time to plan well than to just jump in and shoot. Yeah. Right? And sometimes, too, you can get just get stuck in the planning phase and not really do anything. So you have to hold yourself accountable for that. But mistakes are less made when you're more thorough from the top, yeah. right? When you, when you have... Yeah. structures put in place to fix those before it even happens the way you've created systems for them right? mm. yeah makes sense makes sense i don't think we have i think we've exhausted majority of what we want to talk about yeah but um are there any plans to go back into poetry yeah that was my first one. i don't think i ever left and i say that because uh, i was just having this conversation this morning with a friend mm-hmm. um and uh, one time I found an article online about me and it called me a poetic narrative filmmaker. Not a narrative filmmaker, a poetic filmmaker. Mm-hmm. I was like, how do they know all the <laughs> And that's true because a lot of my work would give off that feel uh, to it. You know, yeah. and, uh, how there's so much dynamism in, in its flow and like... It's like sometimes you're dancing with a shot and it's almost like being poetic in a way. And um, and that's exactly what I want to give off 
So mm-hmm. if some blog or article is, is finding that feeling by then watching my work, yeah. then, then you're giving it off. Yeah. Yeah. I am, it's giving it. It's giving it. It's giving it. So, yeah, I don't think I ever left the face of poetry. Yeah. But to be on stage with a microphone, doing poetry or spoken word, I don't know. Maybe in front of a camera, I'll, I could still read some poems, but not on stage no I, fool I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't see that in, in a while you never know bro the, the way we'll see you next week yeah <laughs> next week. Yeah. <laughs> never say never so okay I think, yeah our final question okay um any advice you give to a creative out there who is starting up who has the passion because i'm thinking about it and you mentioned earlier I feel like if I was in your shoes, I would have probably dropped out. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. what what advice would you give to anyone starting out? Because, I mean, they are now, they are young people. Because of people like you, mm-hmm. I feel like the age brackets of filmmakers have gone lower. Because first, they used to all, almost look like the older folks were doing it. But mm-hmm. right now, we have young, young I, ones I met, like I met, you. I met with, I met with uh, a team of filmmakers one mm-hmm. time. Uh, and uh, they started mentioning their ages, which I'm shy to talk about. <laughs> I, d- I didn't realize yeah, that they were older. I didn't realize that they were older. I thought we were all like chilling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, it's not like they're significantly older, but it just brought my mind to the fact oh, that, oh, wow. You yeah. know, because I'm used to perhaps like my clients are still yeah. older, however. But it just didn't dawn on me that even in the yeah, film space as yeah. well. Um, but I, I think um, one of the key things to look at is what do you have in your hand? Mm-hmm. Right? Just use it. So I, I was watching a, a, a TED Talk just this afternoon by um, Zach King. Mm-hmm. And um, it's interesting. He did this about nine years ago before the age of how technology has advanced right now. And he pulled up DSLR cameras, pretty mm-hmm. much like this one, a bit bigger than this one, but it, you know, it used to be bigger than yeah. these ones. Uh, he put it one up on stage, and he was amazed by the fact that now he can make films on this. Mm-hmm. He was saying when he was younger, he where he he had to read up on the books when I think it was like first year or so, right? Yeah. And in the same way, when he was in school, he was also making videos, and mm-hmm. he he realized that see, everything we are looking at right now, there is the internet. Right, yeah. there's a tool to create it. You have an audience, and you have the tool. What what is filmmaking about, right? The tool and the, the audience. audience to get your story through the audience. Mm-hmm. So if you have that freely at your disposal, uh, um, the 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 pain is not trying so hard to get on a distribution network like Disney Plus or like on, you know, I mean that's that's a different yeah. ballgame. But the truth is, you can start from. Mm-hmm. I know people who, who have like have a thousand followers or even five hundred followers. Five hundred people who could see your work. Hmm. I think that's insane to think yeah. about. And yeah. to say that you are waiting for what to 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 do what exactly, or to have the best camera, or to it doesn't work that way. When you work with the tools you have, you get better as you move forward. So yeah. sometimes it just means like looking yeah. straight, not looking left, not looking right, and just focusing on the goal and just going. Yeah. Okay. That's a, Thank you so much. Yeah, to end, right? All right, guys. So, do you have anything to plug? 
go and check out his, his Instagram page. Yeah, <laughs> Gospel Lifestyle. It will be, it will be again be in the show notes. And yeah, if you have any big projects you want him to work on, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. big. Emphasis on big. <laughs> Come and film the class one is all kinds of graduation as well. So you can film someone's graduation. I think I can recommend them that. Yeah. All right, guys. So it's been a fun conversation. Yeah. Thank you so much, David, for joining us today. Thank you very much. All right. Bye guys. We'll see you next week. Au revoir. My name is Jeff. Okay, so that's it for this week of the Chatterbox Podcast. All the links and resources that we've mentioned during the episode will be linked down in the show notes. So yeah, just head on down and then pick up any points you'd want to. Quick one before we leave, we would really appreciate it if you could rate the show and also hit the follow button. It really helps others discover the podcast and allows us to even tell more stories. Thank you so much to the guests for coming on. We really appreciate you. Thank you so much for you listening. All this wouldn't be possible without you. And a huge shout out to the team that made this possible. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm also part of that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye.